We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia. Solo Joe today, rocking out this Thursday slate. Uh, a lot of getaway games today. You got the early slate, very heavy. You got the late slate, uh, a smaller one than usual because of the travel day on Thursday. So let's get to it. Let's separate these out. Let's tackle the night slate first because you've got the Athletics and Angels in the very late game. You've got the D-backs and Padres where Taiwan Walker takes on Jared Weaver. Uh, I love Walker tonight as a tournament play if you're just playing night slate only, which I think is a very wise idea. I think tonight that's the way you want to do it. You want to separate them. I think playing all day is going to be a little tricky today. I would certainly lean towards playing early slate separate, late slate separate. I don't think you want to combine them today from the way the schedules seem to pan out. But going back to Taiwan Walker, a great spot against the San Diego Padres, a team that strikes out a fair amount, a team that has trouble manufacturing runs. And although Walker's been inefficient at times this year, Walker does have a good strikeout rate, and I think he'll be in play. Uh, Blue Jays, Cardinals in this one as well, plus Yankees, Red Sox. Now look, Yankees, Red Sox, you've got Chris Sale, you've got Masahiro Tanaka. So Chris Sale's going to be $11,300. He's going to be... Almost, I mean, just the enormity of his ownership percentage. He's basically <laughs> pitching like Kershaw right now. He's got an ERA under one. He's been brilliant. The strikeout rate has been outstanding. Uh, but I'll tell you what, if you want to, in a two-pitcher format, go to uh, a secondary pitcher, you want to go contrarian, throw a Tanaka in that tournament with Taiwan Walker. I think that's a way you could certainly go. Um, but Chris Sale's ownership is going to be through the roof in cash games. Pretty much the best Chris Sale lineup is the one that's going to win tonight. I think they could pretty much (laughs) lock that in there in cash games uh, just because of the way he's pitching. And rightfully so. He's earned that. He's deserved it. But Taiwan Walker for tournaments, Tanaka for tournaments, I think that's the way that you would want to go, kind of go against the grain there a little bit. If you're playing the early slate, you got Noah Syndergaard, who's basically that early slate version of Chris Sale. Syndergaard all the way at the top of the board, 11,500. Probably well worth it. I know we've got Colorado in play early in this slate too. In the early slate, You've got 
Houston and Cleveland. You've got the Dodgers, Giants, Rockies, Nationals. You've got Blue Jays, Cardinals uh, in the first game uh, of a doubleheader here that they're going to be playing. You've got the Tigers and Mariners, uh, Mets, Braves, Phillies, and Marlins. So a big day slate of baseball here to play. So you've really got to be careful of how you utilize these pitchers. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Taiwan Walker, 7,800. That's a great look for him. Julio Urias is going to make his 2017 debut. He's just 7,700. Now, look, the Giants are really banged up right now. Uh, they've got some rookies in there. He's going against Matt Moore. I don't think we can go there quite yet. I think this is a real tournament stab in the dark if you want to stack Colorado and get all the shares of that you possibly want. Yeah, Urias can help you do that. I just don't know if you can get the quality start out of him. I still say he's going to be very limited in terms of pitch count, in terms of innings. So that's something to just keep an eye on. That could change very quickly. And if you're the kind of player who's going to do multiple lineups, well then, yeah, you have the opportunity there in multiple lineups where maybe you do want to throw a Urias with a Colorado stack out there because of that ability. Uh, The bottom, we already talked about Jared Weaver in the night game slate today. Arizona stacking bats, that's the way I think you'd want to go here. Arizona offense has been really rock and rolling, especially at home. A really good look there for them. Goldschmidt's played well. Lamb, Chris Owings, really top to bottom. Even A.J. Pollock's getting in the act as well, so a lot to like there. Um, I think that Detroit-Seattle game, too, is going to keep giving you runs. I I mean, the way Iwakuma and Verlander have been so far, Verlander basically... I don't know if it's bad luck. You go and you peel in the numbers. A lot of the numbers say that he should be better than he is right now. That's another one that if you want to go opposite, I just don't know if there's enough appeal there at 9,300 for Justin Verlander. Because right now, if you're talking about Justin Verlander, 8,500, yeah, maybe you got pick my interest a little bit. But 93,000, I, I, 9,300, excuse me, I just can't get there right now on the pricing with him, especially with a guy like Carlos Martinez at 9,100, where, you know... Against that Blue Jays lineup without Donaldson, you got them at home in St. Louis in the National League Park, no DH. To me, there's a lot more appeal to fade Verlander and go down another $200. Uh, Also on this slate today in terms of pitchers you want to target against, uh, clearly you've got uh, Mike Fires, who's out there if you want to go on that Cleveland side, but there's weather involved in that one. So if you're going to get yourself involved in the Cleveland game with Corey Kluber, just know, pay attention to whatever the weather reports are saying as we get a little closer. Also, some weather in play in Colorado, so keep an eye on that one. I would imagine this one gets played, though, unless it's absolutely unbearable. Gio Gonzalez against uh, Antonio Senzatella. Uh, look, in my opinion, they're going to do everything they can to get this game in there because of the way, you know, it's in division, you can make it up later. That's easy. When it's out of division, it's a little bit trickier. So that's the way your pitchers look right now. You got Sale, you got Cindergard, big-time cash game owned. Outside of that, I like Taiwan Walker a lot. I like Tanaka a lot. In the day game slate, if you want to go opposite there, you don't want to go with the big-name pitchers in tournaments. I think Carlos Martinez uh, would be the way to go. All right, let's go over to the catcher situation right now. Buster Posey, top of the board here, 3,700. You got Matt Wieters at 33. I think Wieters has a lot of appeal at 3,300 today if he plays, so keep an eye on that uh, day game after night game. Sometimes not so much, so take a look. Make sure he's in the lineup or not. If his backup is in, that's another one to consider because you'll have an enormous amount of cash game savings there uh, to allow you to get up to the cinder guards, allow you to get up to the sales if you're playing the all-day slate. Uh, James McCann's played very well as well, but also that one o'clock, probably not day game after night game. So you got to keep that in mind. This is where these day games after night games here on a Thursday night, this is basically like looking at a Sunday slate in terms of catcher. 
So my best advice to you is as lineups continue to filter out, maybe find that cheap, good matchup lefty-righty catcher in the decent ballpark. Uh, maybe find out who's catching Arizona tonight if you want to play the all-day slate and just go around that because, to me, I think that's the most appeal you could possibly have a catcher. There's not a lot right now with the way some of these catchers have been playing offensively to get excited about. I mean, there just isn't. So you might as well get the cost savings you can. I mean, last night I was rolling with uh, Francisco Cervelli because it was a good return on investment. He did return investment against Leicester. And I think that's the kind of place you want to go. Try to stay under 3,000 if you can. Paul Goldschmidt, top of the board at first base, 4,300. You got Ryan Zimmerman at 43, who I do like. I don't think I want to go there with the price, though. I think that's just a little too much. Freddie Freeman is a tough matchup, so his uh, salary takes a bit of a hit. But Encarnacion is the way that I'm looking here. Uh, Encarnacion starting to heat up a little bit. 3,600, that is a gross, gross under salary for a guy with the talent level of Edwin Encarnacion. Again, the weather's in play, so you have to keep in mind there what that possibly could lead to. So you want to make sure that game's going to happen. And if it does, I think Encarnacion is the best value at first base today. Uh, trying to go cheaper, it's really tough to find somebody at first base uh, that I would say is a good return on investment. So rather than try to cheap out and just throw caution to the wind here, I'm sticking with Encarnacion at 36. That's going to be a lot of my lineups today. I think that's the way, uh, the best recommendation I can give you. Hanley Ramirez in the late slate, uh, also possible against Tanaka if you want to go that route. But really, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think the best value is exactly where it is. Uh, maybe Matt Carpenter as well, 3,300. You might be able to justify him with the way Toronto's played, with the way those pitchers have gone. He's got a matchup against Matt Latos, so 3,300, 3,600 uh, for Encarnacion, 33 for Matt Carpenter. That's kind of where I'm looking at first base. Let's go to the other corner right now. Let's go to third base. Nolan Arenado, top of the board, 4,800 against Gio Gonzalez. That's certainly a matchup that, look, you're going to get what you pay for. You're going to pay a lot for Nolan Arenado, but certainly a, a good one as well. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 39, under 4K uh, against Fires, which I really like. Again, got to make sure the weather's going to play. Uh, Jake Lamb at 3,800. Uh, to me, I think a little bit safer play, but you're talking about whether you're playing late slate, early slate, how you want to rock these out. Basically, Anthony Rendon at 3,700 is a little bit more of the contrary to Nolan Arenado. If you want to get on that wagon, uh, Justin Turner at 36. Now, in terms of third base value, really the top of the board is where the value's at. Although I would say this, uh, Michael Franco, if you're going to play the early slate, starting to heat up a little bit of late very quietly. I know the batting average hasn't been there, but the power has been lately. He's got uh, two home runs in his last six games. He's got, uh, let's see, 10 RBIs over that span as well. So Michael Franco at 3,000, I think, is a terrific play today uh, and kind of a sneaky one because I think people will look at Franco and they'll say, well, you know, he hasn't played all that well. They'll look at the batting average instead of looking at the power because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for home runs. You're looking for RBI production. That's where you make hay. Now, baseball clearly is back and don't get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription. And don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. So go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. On to the middle infield. Second base, top of the board, Daniel Murphy, who's been hitting everything. I mean, really, Daniel Murphy just... Knocking it out. Got a great matchup today against Senzatella, lefty-righty in Colorado. He's put up uh, 29 or more points in three of his last four games. 
to me, I think Murphy has more appeal than Arenado. Save $400 in terms of where you want to spend money in the infield if you're going to go to the top of the board for somebody. DJ LeMayhew in Colorado, 3800 uh, Ian Kinsler, I think against Iwakuma is another one, 37 You can justify weather an issue in that game. Gee, I sound like a broken record, don't I? But look, this is what it's going to come down to. If you want to be aggressive and, and find some ownership percentage value or a little bit of a separator, that's where you're going to find it. You're going to find it in these games that people are scared off because of the possibility of rain. And if those guys go off and have good performances, that's going to be a big separator. In cash games, be very, very careful. I wouldn't risk it in the cash games. I think you go with the sure things. Do your best to get those guys in there. Get the guys you know are playing. You know the weather's not going to be a factor. Uh, other terms of value at second base, there's a guy that is yet to get going here. Uh, he's going against R.A. Dickey. Uh, and I just feel like it's long overdue for Neil Walker. I feel like <clears throat> Neil Walker is a guy that two nights ago he had a home run against the Nationals. Uh, excuse me, a couple nights ago he had a home run against the Nationals. I think he has yet to really fire on all cylinders, but Walker is the kind of guy that can get hot instantly and carry it and have a huge game. I think he's more of a tournament play than a cash game at 32 personally, so that's the one guy that's on my radar. Also, Starlin Castro. Now, I know it's Chris Sale. I know how good Chris Sale has been. But if you're going on that tournament side and you want to go with Tanaka against that, where the ownership's going to be very low, I think Castro's the one guy at second base for 2600 where you can justify that. You know, righty versus lefty, he's hitting 340 almost on the year. He's giving you a lot. Uh, again, more of it. This is a tournament-only play. This is in no way, shape, or form a guy that I'm throwing out in a cash game against Chris Sale. But I think there might be a little bit of leeway there, a little bit of headway you can make. Let's go over to shortstop position. Uh, bang this one out real quick for you. Got Trey Turner, 4,800, who went for the cycle a couple nights ago. Holy hat. Talk about a return that is for Trey Turner. Great stuff there from him. Uh, you got to love him in Colorado. He has 67 points, 37 points back-to-back there. Some great stuff from him. Uh, look, <clears throat> he does everything. Turner has appeal in every way. You're going to pay for that appeal, of course, at 4,800, but... Look, it's hard to argue with that. You got Lindor 3,800, Corey Seager 35. Seager's hitting under 200 against lefties, so there's no appeal there. Gene Segura just rebounded uh, back from the disabled list. Uh, Let's look good so far. He's got Verlander, who has struggled. So if you're looking for a guy who, you know, similar skill set to Trey Turner in terms of speed with a little bit of pop, Segura might be that interesting fade there because he's got a guy at 3,400. Now, Verlander hasn't been great. So sure, there's a little bit more risk involved, but I think there's a little bit of a payoff too. So I think Segura is my fade from the top of Trey Turner if you want to get the same skill set at more than $1,000 of value. Over to the outfield, obviously Bryce Harper, 5,400 in Colorado, the top of the board there. Charlie Blackman at 49. Mike Trout in between them at 49 as well. Uh, Look, Charlie Blackman's a great player no matter what. The lefty-lefty matchup's a little tougher. It's going to be real tough to get Harper in there with any sort of cash game pitcher. But I think it's doable if you fade all the way down to catcher, if you're going to find some backup catcher here. If you're playing the all-day slate, I think you can do it. Or even just the day slate because you're going to lay all the secondary catchers in there. Maybe find a little value with some of those guys we talked about earlier of Matt Carpenter. He might be an option for you as well. Now, there's one guy when he gets red hot, you kind of want to ride the hot streak. And that's Nelson Cruz, also against Verlander, also potential rain there. But he's got a home run in his three straight games. He's just lighting it up right now. This is what Nelson Cruz does. He'll be dormant for a little bit, and then he'll basically carry you. And you'll say, well, you know, he did it last night. I want to do it again. Well, if you have that logic the last two days, 
you failed and you didn't have him on your team and you should have because he's been brilliant. Michael Brantley at 4,200, also a strong cash game value. Uh, Lefty-righty matchup against Fires, as long as that game goes underway without a hitch, that's a positive. A.J. Pollock at 41, also I think a must-own in a lot of those cash game, and not just cash game, but also on the other end of it as well in the tournament play. Andrew Benatendi, look, he's been everything that you've wanted. He hasn't gotten you a lot of power, but I think as a lineup builder, he's getting his price is getting to that point now at 3,800 where Benatendi basically now is a guy where it's a positive in terms of what he's returning floor-wise, but now his salary is is rising a little bit where it's getting a little bit difficult to roster him because of the lack of power that he's shown so far. He's only got one home run in the month of April. I expect that to change. But right now, I would stay away from him. I talked about Chris Davis earlier. Uh, if you're looking for a tournament play home run-wise, I mean, he's got seven dingers already on the year, and it's only April. Uh, Ricky Nolasco is a guy that historically gives up home runs last time I checked. So that's the one you want to <laughs> certainly target. Also, another red-hot bat, Marcelo Zuna, right-handed versus uh, Jeremy Hellickson, right-handed. Don't care. Osuna's been playing very well so far to start the year. Another guy that offers power. Another guy where you can look at him and say, okay, <clears throat> I'm looking for the home run. It's in a very favorable ballpark, and that's the way you want to go. Yasmani Tomas, also another one at home, 3,500. I imagine a lot of Yasmani Tomas today at 35. Uh, Michael Conforto, keep an eye on where he is, if he is in the lineup. Another guy that's had a very good April. Uh, Jose Bautista, I don't think today is the day to go there. I don't think against Carlos Martinez, that's where you really want to go. Um, Batista has gotten better after some early season struggles, but not quite where you want to be. Uh, David Peralta also in play along with everybody else in Arizona. And that's basically where you want to look. There's been a lot of injuries in the outfield lately. You got Springer banged up. Hanniger's going to miss some time. Desmond and Dahl not back quite yet. Uh, so really... Yeah, it's it's been a little tricky. So you probably want to go up to the board here, maybe get one of these cheaper outfielders, and outside of that, go pay for a couple. Because right now, I think that's where the value is. That's where you want to be. You want to make sure you're getting productivity out of there. I think you can find a lot better uh, infield return on investments and value in terms of pricing on today's matchups and today's slates. Again, my advice to you, take these two slates completely separately, play the night slate separately. You could even play the day slate. If you have the time to pay attention to the lineups, pay attention to the weather. And if you do go in there, hit it hard. And if you play well on that one, you might want to roll it over into some cash games tonight with Chris Sale or a little tournament play with Tylon Walker. I think those are the two ways that I would go and kind of roll over a good day. If you don't have a good day on the early slate, well, maybe take the night slate off and just enjoy the Yankee Red Sox game. For Rotowire here, I'm Joe Pizapia. You can follow me on Twitter at JoePizapia17. Have a great day of Daily Fantasy.